This is Soul Sessions, conversations on culture from Jackson, Mississippi. I'm your host, Paul Wolf, bringing you a look at the people, the places, and the events that make us the city with soul. On this episode, content marketer and freelance music writer Jim Boje is here. Jim's insightful look into Mississippi's music culture brings awareness to not only the historically relevant blues genre, but modern music like Jackson's hip-hop and rap scene, too. Hey, Jim, welcome to Soul Sessions. Hey, Paul, thanks for having me. Excited to have you on as a guest today, and we're going to talk more in a moment about some of the things that you've written lately that bring a positive light to Jackson, Mississippi. But in case people don't know who you are and don't know what you do, How about a quick rundown? Well, I'm from Ocean Springs originally, and uh, I'm in the Jackson area. I'm a music writer. Um, I also have a job in content marketing during the day, but the nighttime is is when I, you know, get out and get to see music and get to write about music and get to talk to people who make the music that we all love so much. What kind of music do you gravitate toward when you're writing or when you're just listening for your own pleasure? I have so many, uh, so many musical loves. I, you know, started out as a kid on, I guess, punk rock and kind of skateboarding kind of music and um, got into uh, what they call alternative, excuse me, Americana now. So alt country and and then a little bit of jazz and of course hip hop all through that. There's just I can't sit here and tell you that there's any form of music that I don't like. You've recently written a piece for a little publication some people might have heard of, Rolling Stone magazine, about southern rap and hip hop here in Jackson. That's been really well received. How did that piece come about? Well, thank you. And um, you know, that piece came about I have a relationship with Rolling Stone that goes back a couple of years. Uh, started writing for them, um, the editor out of the Nashville office. Then, you know, after a few years of doing that, you know, you kind of build up a good relationship and rapport. And so they do an annual piece called Cities and Venues. And that's where they uh, profile what some people may see as kind of unlikely or unknown music scenes around the country. They were interested this year in talking about Mississippi and seeing what was happening here. And, you know, the first thing that they threw out was, you know, what what about Clarksdale? Um, And of course, everyone knows Clarksdale for its rich blues history. And there's there's a lot going on there today. You know, of course, Kingfish is from there and several others as well. But I kind of felt that that was what people expected. You know, I was aware of what's going on in Jackson with hip hop through uh, Crown Studio and Shell Ends, Kamel King and Dear Silas, and was just really just fascinated that there's this organic scene here in Jackson, Mississippi, that a whole lot of people just don't know about. And so I, I brought that idea to them and I said, you know, Mississippi's great. We're not a nostalgia act. You know, there's something really vital and current happening in Jackson. And I think I think y'all need to pay attention to it. How does it feel to be in that position to make that choice to say, no, I'm not going to go for typical. I need to highlight something that maybe is not getting enough love. Well, I mean, it just felt like the right thing to do. Um, and I love the blues. I write about blues. I've written about Mississippi blues for Smithsonian and Rolling Stone and, you know, lots of other publications. And I just thought that the scene that's happening right now in Jackson is very important to the city. It's important to hip hop as a genre. And, um, it just felt like the right time, even, even before, you know, all of the, the water stuff and the national attention was brought to, to um, Jackson and Mississippi for the water crisis. I mean, this was originally supposed to come out in June. So, 
this was long before that. And it just so happened that it hit at the time when uh, I think we needed a boost more than anything else. Yeah. Being in the business of content marketing, you understand what it takes to help shift the narrative and get a positive message out. What have been the things you've seen that have come out of this article in Rolling Stone? A lot of pride, really. You know, just a lot of people being really happy to see uh, their friends and, you know, even their collaborators in, in a national spotlight. I mean, being able to see, open up a, a Rolling Stone that you can buy anywhere and, um, and see Fifth Child, you know, staring back at you, um, you know, doing his thing on Ferris Street. I mean, it's, it's a point of pride for, for so many people here. And, um, man, it's just so cool to be able to be part of that, you know? What's next on the horizon? Do you have any pieces coming out that we might see in national publications or regional publications that, that will help shine a light on Jackson? What are we looking for next? Well, I'm hoping to, uh, to get to talk with Bobby Rush at some point and, and do something big with him. Um, just a, another legend and deserves to, to have his story told, you know, he's, He's 87 now, I believe. And so I, you know, I've talked with his publicist a little bit about, about doing something there. My folder of work has an entire folder based, basically filled with pitches. As you, you are a content marketer, you have been involved in creating stories and all that for so long. Um, most stories that make it to print or to broadcast end up being pitched, you know, whether it's, you know, inside a newsroom the reporters pitching their editor or it's a freelancer like me pitching my editors. And so I think the outside perspective maybe is that people just kind of come to you and, you know, out of some serendipity and say, you're in Mississippi. Tell us all the wonderful things about Mississippi. That just doesn't happen. You have to do, you know, your groundwork. You have to, you know, kick the stones and and see what's there and um, and then create a story out of it and pitch it and and hope that, you know, an editor takes notice. And so, I, I mean, I don't want to tip my hand or anything, but I am hoping that I'll be able to place a Bobby Rush story here in the, you know, the next year or so. Uh, other than that, though, um, you know, it's it's that folder of pitches just keeps growing and growing. And I have some other things that involve music in Mississippi that are, are really kind of still in that idea percolation kind of stage. So, Jim, I know you've been to a lot of places in Jackson that you probably have an affinity for now, places you've been to cover stories, but places you just love to go. So if you had family or friends come into town, you had 24 hours to show them the Jackson you love, where would you take them? You know, this is probably going to be sound like a, a cliche answer for, for local folks, but um, I mean, you can't beat Fondren. It just has everything and it keeps getting better and better. I mean, the, the places to eat, you know, Highball Lanes, um, Barrel House, there's lots of great food, lots of great environment. You can bowl after you eat. You can go catch a show at Dueling Hall. You can go shop for records at End of All Music. Um, and, you know, you can go have uh, dessert at Brent's. There's just there's so much to do in just this really small area. And, and of course, the shopping as well. You know, Cheney's Shop, you know, you can go in and check out, you know, some new shoes and skateboards and there's just a lot of fun. There's so much energy happening there and, and not to discount anything happening elsewhere in the city. I mean, I, have, I certainly love other areas of the city as well, but I would say if, you know, if we've got one day to really make it happen, we're going to Fondren. Jim, you're a difference maker with the work that you do, whether you even realize it or not, you are a positive light for Mississippi and for Jackson, especially in our case. I want to know, why do you do that? What makes Jackson so special to you? Well, I mean, you know, being a music fan since, you know, I can remember and, and being 
you know, quote unquote musician, I guess in some way. Um, I do play music and, and have for a long time. Um, but it, you know, it gets, it gets in your blood. And, you know, once you get older and you start learning more about where the music that we call, you know, popular music, whatever genre you're talking about, it all comes from here. You, you can all trace it back here. In fact, um, you know, the Grammy Museum up in Cleveland has this awesome, you know, table where you can just, you can pick a contemporary artist and it will, trace out the lineage and and nine times out of ten that lineage is coming right back here to mississippi and so there's so much of that that is tied to jackson uh, i mean the soul blues of malico uh you know going back to trumpet records i mean a lot of that happened here and um it i got to write about malico a couple of years ago when they had their 50th anniversary and and got to learn even more about what incredible stuff happened there it's just a vibrant musical community We'll put links to that Rolling Stone article and some of your other recent work in our show notes. Freelance writer Jim Boger, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Soul Sessions is a production of Visit Jackson. Our executive producers are Jonathan Pettis and Dr. Ricky Thickpin. To learn more about our organization and mission, head to visitjackson.com. I'm your host, Paul Wolf. And you've been listening to Soul Sessions. <laughs>